Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode of English Secrets, the one and only podcast made to teach rising professionals like you how to pave your way to fluency and attain that B2 or C1 certificate in English. Welcome to the English Secrets podcast. I am Carmen Liu, founder of English Hacker. If you're looking to get the B2 or C1 certificate in English, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share the tips and tricks I've used to help so many English as a second language professionals get to fluency after nearly a decade of teaching online and in person. Whether you're a nurse, journalist, teacher, university researcher, or opposition taker, or just an influencer online, you're sure to pick up tidbits of actionable advice to help you get the highest marks in those pesky exams. So follow us right now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite app to be notified as soon as new episodes are available. So get comfortable, stick around, and let's go create our best English version. As a kind of introduction, I want to start by telling you all about why I started this podcast and why you should continue listening to these podcasts. I'll tell you about um, my journey on how I learned English from absolutely zero to being fluent in virtually no time at all and the, the conflicts that I had and the difficulties that I, I faced as well as the accomplishments I've achieved. And well, you're asking me why, why do you want to know this? Well, because when I started out learning a new language, I used the wrong methodology and I struggled just like you, just like you are now. It was tough. And I understand how frustrating it can be. You can spend hours and hours studying grammar, read numerous books, spend tons of money on one-to-one teachers. And in the end, you're exactly in the same place as you started. And I really don't want this for students because there's an easier way to do this. And by changing my personal perspective on how I learned Spanish, I created a new system to learn any foreign language and that it's allowed me to succeed. And I, I want to show this to you guys and help you guys uh, to succeed in the same way as I have in far less time than, than it's taken me. So the first thing I want to do in this uh, original podcast is take you one step back and um, follow me back to my roots Uh, my background story is that, well, I was always a top student at school. Uh, I'm from London, UK, went to University Manchester in the north of England, about three hours uh, train journey from London. I graduated in psychology with fantastic grades and I went on to study a master's in criminology. I was one of those uh, kids who had a job waiting for me at the end of my second degree in the top UK law firm as a young lawyer. And I actually moved back to London when my boss offered me uh, a 10k pay rise to teach a team of lawyers how to do their jobs. It seems fantastic, right? My life seemed totally perfect, except the, the office job, the high stress, the long hours, and the two-hour journey to and from work every day. All of that helped me incredibly 
in gaining weight. So like every sensible person, I went and got myself a personal trainer to lose that weight. And that's when this all started, really. It's when I met David, my personal trainer. I thought this guy was just any other ordinary guy. But after three months training with him, I started spending more and more time with him. Listened to the problems he had, he listened to mine. And it was then when I realized he was that charismatic, sweet Spanish man. He had huge muscles, gleaming smile, and a personality that just blew me away. And I started spending a lot of time with him. And it was clear at that point that I was totally in love. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were problems. This guy was from sunny Spain, and his family was over there in Spain. He wanted to go back home. I mean, it's Spain. What can I say? We lived in London. It was always rainy. We discussed having kids and a future together. And I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm sure you can guess to raise kids in London is so expensive. You've got to travel to see family anyway. It takes me one hour to go to work and one hour back again to get home and 45 minutes to get to my grandparents' house. And it was just, it became clear to us we had to move to Spain, right? And what what other option did I have? I was in love. There's no other way but to quit my job, be brave, move abroad to spend the rest of my life with the man that I love. So what I have to do to make this work? As everyone in life, I wanted to make good money. I wanted to have fancy things, shoes, clothes, perfume, you know, what women are like, right? I like going on holiday. I love traveling. And I, I like doing human things. And I don't want to worry about money. I want to be able to afford things that I want. We were also planning on having kids building a family and buying a house. So I had some difficulties and some reservations, I would say. I didn't want my husband, David, to support me. I wanted to help support the family that we were planning on having. And as a child, from a very young age, I came from a, a, a hardworking family. I've supported myself all my life. I'm highly independent. I definitely did not want to go live an average life in order to get a job. I needed to learn Spanish and I needed to learn a new language without, without any basic or foundational knowledge. I had to start from zero. I wanted to support myself and be, and be independent abroad without my family's support and moreover their financial support. So my plan was that, to learn Spanish, get a job, support myself and my family, right? So I told my mum and I told her, we're engaged to be married, we're going to move to Spain, live my happily ever after. And you know what she said? What money do you have to support yourself? You don't even speak Spanish. Don't be silly. Make sure you go get David to support you if you go, because I won't be giving you the money. And well, that was a point of no return for me. That moment, I knew that I had to prove myself to my mum and that I could make it out there, even by myself, even if I couldn't speak the language. I just had to prove her wrong. And so, like I said, 
I had to learn Spanish. I've never learned Spanish before. I had no basic grammar knowledge, no vocabulary, and I had no idea where on earth to start. Sounds familiar, right? So anyway, we're about to take the plunge. I signed up for a Spanish academy in London. I went every single day after work, studying Spanish, reading books, learning all the bloody grammar. I don't know about you, I hate grammar. I especially hate Spanish grammar. There's way too many different endings and you have to differentiate from male and female. I mean, why is a shoe a male item anyway? Girls have way more shoes than men. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, here I am in Spain, finally. There's me trying to figure out this grammar knowledge and David leaves me in his parents' house because that's where we're staying and it hits me. I couldn't communicate with his parents. I didn't know what to say. I knew all the common verbs and their conjugations, but I couldn't even ask his parents what this food was that they cooked for us for lunch. I thought it was going to be so much easier. And like over time, it just made me really depressed, really frustrated. I nearly gave up half a million times. In my head, I was thinking of ways to quit and go back to London. So I had to go back to studying. I got myself a Spanish teacher in Spain and she taught me grammar four times a week. Grammar, grammar, grammar and exam papers and random speaking topics like asking for the time, objects or questions about pollution. And I just, I just remember thinking, how the heck is that going to help me speak to David's parents at dinner time? I just wanted to have a real conversation. I really don't care about global warming or recycling at lunchtime. And that's when I decided that this traditional methodology didn't work out for me. I quit my one-to-one -one classes and went back to basics. In psychology, they teach you that language and communication comes from birth. It's kind of like when you're a baby and you want to speak to your parents, but you, you only know how to cry, right? Nature is beautiful. And by body language, replication, you learn and you become similar to those around you. So that's what I did. I started conversation exchange, practiced talking, and I told David not to translate for me. I used my own efforts to communicate. I started speaking. Not going to lie, it didn't sound good. You guys here probably sound better in English than I did speaking Spanish. It was terrible. And I strung random words together. And if I couldn't say something in one way, I used multiple words to describe what I wanted to say. Like playing taboo, right? And something happened. The more I spoke, the better I got at speaking and the less afraid I was. It wasn't that easy because, I mean, just because I personally wanted to speak Spanish, it didn't mean that people around me wanted to speak to me. They struggled to understand me. I mixed up my tenses. I didn't make sense. And half the time, I didn't understand what they were saying. It was embarrassing. And my friends were David's friends. My only friends were David's friends. So don't get me wrong. They're great people, but I wanted my own friends. Anyway, about two to three months of conversation and conversation and conversation, I mean, I finally found my new Spanish version, my own voice. 
and I was able to have conversations in Spanish. I can now, I can speak to people, they can understand me, I can communicate. And don't get me wrong, my grammar isn't perfect. My sentences sometimes sound like a foreigner, but I can ask my mother-in-law to pass me the bread at dinner time if I need to. I can have a conversation about other things other than asking the time and saying how bad the weather is. And I've been living in Spain for quite a few years now and I can finally do things for myself. And most importantly, I don't need support from anyone. So, like, what's the point of this first podcast? I took you on this emotional roller coaster story because I want to show you guys that I know exactly how it feels to learn a new language. And I want to give you the tools and the system that I used so that you can learn English so much faster than I did, so that you don't have to go through that painful process of learning grammar over and over and over again. Through these um, next series of podcasts that I'm going to be producing, I want to remind you that you're literally one conversation away from creating your best English versions. I'll be helping you develop your conversations. I'll be helping you guys pass your exams and I'll be helping you get those high points. So I hope you'll follow me along this journey and obtain your B2 or C1 certificate in English. See you in the next podcast. Go create your best English version.